Come one, come all, it's this week's Monkey Nerd Punch Podcast. And I haven't got Nigel with me, I can't make the old stalwart comment. Uh, I've got Keith with me. Hello, Keith. Hello. 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 <laughs> Unlike Kevin Smith, Keith has retained his weight and his principles. <laughs> um, how are we doing? I'm fine, how are you? Uh, I've just, I'm, I'm ragged. I'm here, there, everywhere at the moment. I've got, oh, 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 look at the chat, look oh, at the oh. chat. Oh, oh, I've been waiting to do this for a while. Okay. Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> couldn't resist that. <laughs> All right, so yes, it's been a, it's been a week. Um, I had great fun putting the factoids together. That was good. Good laugh. Um, yes, it was. But uh, other stuff is happening alongside that, m- namely Masters of the Universe. And uh, what an incredible... Sh- I can't... And we're still in the first five minutes. I can't really swear. The incredible S show that it is. Um, yes. Uh, I watched the first episode and the last half of the last episode to see if they could pull it back because I didn't have patience to sit through and watch it all. Um, they didn't, and then watching was it Stephen Stephen Smith, uh, Kevin Smith react to it. He's now Stephen Smith, apparently. Um, watching Kevin Smith react to it as uh, he just 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 lied through his fucking teeth to everyone, and there you go. It's, I did it in the first five minutes. Back. It's it's funny because he's uh, they're accusing um, people of um, vote bombing. Um, on on screen to uh, thing, and in fairness, a lot of them are coming from the the sort of fandom menace. You can just tell the the, the language that they're using. But I don't know. I wouldn't say it's vote bombing. You you promise a TV show about He Man, and then you make it the teaser show. How do you think people are going to react? This is it's it's not like it's even original. <laughs> It's, you know, it's you know being get, done by everyone. Do, do you know what gets me is the fact that if she was a good character, yeah, if she was a mm. nice, caring character, if she was someone who wasn't very self-centered and maybe had just lost her way in the world and this was her finding her way back, yeah, and then, um, you know, helping you know, helping out people along the way and then, and then trying to restore everything, that would make more sense. Um, but... From the first episode, the cheat—I'm not joking—the character at the end of the first thing, at the first in the first episode, I would have, I would have had taken outside and executed if I was the king. Yeah, because it gets to the end of the right. Spoiler warning, people: um, they kill He-Man and then they kill Adam, so they technically killed He-Man twice. Uh, and Kevin Smith is really proud of this fact. He's a fucking idiot. I'm sorry, you absolute idiot. Right, so. He he dies. He man dies saving Eternia. Yeah, so he has a hero's death. That's fine. Yeah, Telia was like pissed that they didn't tell her that it was Adam. Yeah, to which Duncan should have turned around and goes, "When you become man at arms, then we can tell you." Yeah, but we couldn't tell you before then. All right, so shut your shut your pie hole and get on with it. Yeah, but she's sitting there and she's like, "Oh, you didn't tell me this, that, and the other." Right at the end, the family are grieving the death of their son. The the 
the country or whatever you want to call it, the nation state of Eternia is grieving the death of their hero. Yeah. And instead of saying that the correct line should have been, I can't take this. Yeah. Mm. She should have gone. I can't take this. It's just too much. That would have been the correct line. And then mm. it was her then finding herself and putting things right. That would have worked better. But no, 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 no. Oh, you betrayed me. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck. Execute her. <laughs> that would have been my thing. Sharktacons. Execute her. Even though it's a different TV show. Um, oh, dude, it's, yeah, infuriating. That was, that, and then it was just because she was just an utter, utter. I said this about a year ago, maybe a bit longer. And I'm sorry, Dave, if you're still watching this, because I know you kind of disagree with me. I used to be a massive, massive Kevin Smith fan. Love the dude. Um, And uh, I really, you know, I mean, I've met him and genuinely, you know, nice, uh, nice guy. But then he had this heart attack and it's almost like he was replaced with this silly, very sort of, I don't know, idiot Hollywood typical thing. Oh, I've become a vegan. Oh, and blah, blah, blah. And I swear to God, some of it is his daughter. Um, But because his daughter is just one of these spoiled Hollywood kids, and she very much comes across that way. Um, And, you know, hasn't really experienced real with the real world whatsoever. And he's all this vegan now and soy milk and all this crap. Genuinely, he drinks it. Um, and it's it, it, where's his balls gone? I'm sorry. I know that that might sound misogynistic. It's not meant to be, but seriously, he's lost his balls. He just he's pandering to the Hollywood elite. And it's, I swear to God, it's it's the Harvey Weinstein effect. It's all these fucking people that worked with him who blatantly had an idea of what was going on and are now. I don't know, being guilty or whatever, and are now bigging up women in a way that just, it's not authentic. It's fake. And it, it, this uh, bait, I, I, bait I, I, switching that he's done, it's just, it's been done many, many times. It, it, it's been done to the point that it's its a cliche. It's not even a trope. It's gone beyond trope into cliche level, yeah? It has mm. gone to that. It's, 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 a, it's the same with bloody Loki. Doctor Bloody Who, they've all done this. This the, the, the last Jediing effect, as I like to call it, where they sit there and they have to tear down another character in order to put another one up. And the worst thing is they didn't put a better character in place because you could have done it, yeah, you could have done it, and it could have worked. And I was willing to give you that chance, yeah. Back of my head was like kind of that cynic in me was like going, no, 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 no. So one of the stories to come out of this was there was uh, an outlet called Clownfish TV. I followed the Clownfish TV. I followed them about 40,000 subscribers. Yeah, they got to 100 subscribers at the beginning of last year, I think. Um, and they uh, they have an animation background. Yeah, so they do. They used to be anima- animators and bits, and they worked for Disney and uh, other places. That too. So they've made a lot of friends in the industry. And one of the friends went to them and said, look, this show is going to be a complete fucking disaster. I can give you the script. Twitter went, we don't want the script because there's a chance we can get sued. Yeah. And there's a chance that you'll get in trouble too. And we don't want that. Okay. We will believe you. Yeah. 
So they were like kind of they were starting raising the red flags about it. Because if someone if you're making a TV show and this is why you get leaks from places. Yeah. If you've got people in an organization who are not happy. Yeah. They've leaked stuff. Yeah. So the prime example is The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. The people making mm. that game were not happy. The staff at Naughty Dog were very unhappy. Yeah. So yeah. they leaked the ending. They leaked the ending. They leaked Joel's death. Yeah. So they pretty much everyone, they were taking footage and everything on the cameras because they weren't happy with what they were doing with the characters. Yeah. I have no idea why it is. I, 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 but it's mad. So um, what's this? Kevin Smith was berating Clownfish TV on Twitter. Yeah, but he was yeah. doing it in, in, in the girly, passive-aggressive way rather than fuck you, get your facts right sort of thing. Right? Yeah, whereas what he, he would have done... done in the past. This is – this is. I, I, I mean, seriously, I, I know that there's a whole father and a daughter thing and, you know, you'd do anything for your daughter, but they're, they're, this is the man that stood out when, when Dogma was released protesting his own movie. That's a guy that I wanted to go and have a beer with because that made me – I mean, there is – that he was interviewed on a TV series as a protester because they didn't know he was the director of the movie. And he's out there holding out the song, you know, saying God is good, damn with Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith sucks. He protested dogma. This is the guy that used to be. He's become, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this, a pussy wet bitch. I, I, I think I think he had the heart attack. Had the heart attack. It feels like kind of, they always make jokes about... Um... Uh, what do you call it? Satanic stuff in Hollywood, yeah, because they do do some weird shit, yeah. And and there's and actually there's some satanic stuff around the EU too. Um, look at the Rape of Europa statue that they have outside the EU headquarters, mm. um, and and that's like, oh Jesus Christ, why do you put that thing out there? Because it's, it's just like kind of not a, not one of my favourite Greek tales. Um, but I feel that he had the heart attack, and they said to him, "We can give you twenty-five more years of life, but your soul will be right. We'll make you successful, and you'll want for nothing, and you'll be fine, and you'll lose the weight, and and you'll be healthy." Oh, Just in twenty-five years, it feels like he's sold his soul. In soul. He very he much has got, sold out, but he hasn't I mean, got the cool kind of cross. You know the 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 blues player. What's the blues player? The guy who sold his soul at the, at the at the crossroads. He hasn't got that cool backstory behind him. No, he's just someone who is now going along with the stupid things. I I think this. I think there is a genuine thing to destroy anything that anyone's ever enjoyed. I genuinely think that now. The question is, is how can they do it to Transformers? Because Michael Bay's in charge of Transformers, and Michael Bay's a bit more the other side, shall we say? But a bit old school Hollywood where it was a bit stodgy. Um, yeah. I just, I, I mean, I loved the dude. I, I, and, you know, honestly, it was a brilliant moment in my life when I met him. But I'm sorry. I, he's, he, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel thing for him has just really messed him up. Um, to the point that he has, I'm, I hate to say, he's become a set out. You watch Jane, Jane, Silent Bob reboot. It's it's woke nonsense. I mean, it's okay. It's not Hollywood hates fathers. It is a father daughter tale. Um, but I'm not looking forward to Clerks three, and that's a shame because I love Clerks one and I love Clerks two. I'm, I'm, you know, I think Clerks two has its has has a right to stand on its own. But 
he since the heart attack he's become even more i mean he was always a talker but he's become more self-obsessed sell out hollywood i live in california um and the rest of the world must agree with my ideology ideology or you're wrong um and and it, it what they are doing is actually causing more and more of a problem i i mean but i mean i i hear what you're saying uh biffer in the comments biffer made a comment here that's saying you know store everything from the past you can it's all going to fahrenheit 451 future kids will never believe this i, I it's going to burst the, the, the hollywood cannot currently sustain itself for much longer right now they they are doing this because they're hiding behind the whole um coof thing but that yeah you know, it's going to get better. It might be a while yet, but it is going to get better. And when it does, Hollywood isn't going to, you know, the, the people are not going to go back to the cinemas to watch this nonsense. They are just not. And and when you when you intentionally cut out over half of your audience or intentionally piss, out, piss off half of your audience, which some of these idiotic writers have actually come out and said that they do on purpose because this is the current kind of trend in hollywood uh, you're not gonna make money I, I, do you know what if i heard if if what if i was a, a producer and i heard someone say that there's the door you're on the blacklist now fuck off that would be a response because mm. you're going to cost me money because at the end of the day i'm in this to line my own pockets i'll be honest with you but they don't even that's the bit that gets me that's the bit <laughs> that really gets me if if you could see that they were trying to do it to line their own pockets it would make sense but it's all right but, he like Bill has made a, a point here. He man, it's a quote from uh, Conan, yeah. And He Man was Kitty Conan, yeah. yeah. He Man was Kitty Conan, yeah, because it was like this. Yeah, the snake thing in um, the snake uh, was it Snake Mountain or whatever it was, which is like another yeah. reference to Conan and whatnot. But it was Kitty Conan, so the kids could have their version of Conan. And the funny thing was, is that you make this TV series, and this this is. You have what do you call it? Um, you had He Man, and He Man was for boys, yeah. But they threw in some girl characters in there because it was Saturday morning TV, and the little sisters would be watching, and they would need something to to, to tie them over until they got to My Little Pony or Care Bears or whatever it was, yeah. So they did that, but they found out that it was so popular with the girls, they created a girls' version of it called She-Ra. So you got She-Ra for girls and He Man for boys, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I watched both. Because mm -hmm. my sister wanted to watch She-Ra and I wanted to watch He-Man. Okay, wasn't my favourite out of all it. My favourite was was Transformers as, as a kid. It was that. Um, there's a one called There's Jason the World Warriors was another one, which I think was a, a Japanese cartoon thing. Uh, I think I'm the only person in the world who ever watched that, um, which was good. But it's just, uh, it's so frustrating that that, that that this has been done again. So we we we've just been getting casualty after casualty, yeah, of of old TV series which they've had to go and destroy because they think that's the way forward. So yeah, awesome thing, yeah, June. Yeah, no, no, right, hang on, right, awesome so Thundercats, Thundercats was destroyed in a weird way because Thundercats they did they did cut Thundercats Raw. Did you see Thundercats yeah. Raw? Yeah, right, Thundercats Raw was just shit animation. It was th they got in their head that every TV show needed to be look and feel like Steven Universe, so they did Thundercats Raw like that. The annoying thing is that Thundercats had a show before then, and because I'm an adult, I don't watch these things yet. But that Thundercats that was 
great. That was mm. a really good Thundercats show. It, they, they, you can't make cartoons for boys and cartoons for girls. Well, you can make cartoons for girls. You just can't make cartoons for boys anymore. Um, we're not. We we are. We are not allowed to be. Men are not allowed is trying, to be treated. It, it, yeah, they, they're demasculating. This is the whole thing with James Bond as well. Why I I don't think the next James Bond movie is going to work because James Bond was Jesus Christ. Um, James Bond. James Bond. Believe it or not, was unisex every man wanted to be him every woman wanted to be with him and 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 that's why it had cross appeal you know and it was the ultimate male fantasy um and when you deem uh, you know demasculate james bond it doesn't work it's it's the same thing with all of these things you advertise a He-Man show, Master of the Universe. Master of the Universe was about He-Man. It was what you know. Every kid had a he that watched this wanted the He-Man um, um, action figures. You know, it is not a teether show. What do you think, people? That they knew people were going to react like this. They did. It was the same thing with Ryan Johnson, and it was the same. It's the same thing here. He's made a show about the powerful whammy, and now he's doubling down. And if you hate his show, you are a, a, an ist. Oh, he hasn't got uh, there yet. Oh, well, other people he hasn't have. got there. All yet. of the media has. The media's already gone there. The media the has, media, but Kevin Smith hasn't. Yeah. At the moment, it's just trolls. Yeah, oh, it's oh, just yeah, trolls. Everybody... I don't think I don't think he underst- I don't think he watched what he created because he's I listened to him tell his own version of the story from his podcast thing, yeah? And I think there's a slight disconnect between him and reality because he was like kind of, oh, I spoke no, to there the, is. the guys at, at Netflix and, and they said, I said, oh, we don't worry about the uh, the, the uh, reviews and stuff on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, tomatoes, sorry, yeah? On Rotten Tomatoes, yeah? And he's like, oh, oh they don't pay attention. And then, I know why they don't pay attention because they've had their own fucking analytics. That's what he left you- out. He tried to make out like kind of, oh, we're above this, yeah? No, Netflix can see how long you've watched a program for, you know, where you paused it, where you stopped watching it, where you cut off, where you jumped from. They can see all of that data. That's the one thing that they have over everybody else, yeah? So he made that comment. It just made me want to fucking punch him. I'm not joking. joking. He he lives in – they live in a bubble. They've lost all – moral decency i mean there was a he he, he did this thing um during the during the sort of a couth last year and the the, the lot the worldwide lockdown he did a thing called son-in-law down or son-in-law down it was a play basically it was his girl his daughter's boyfriend living with him and and it was you know a, a play on old sitcoms between the two of them but he made out like oh this kid was a love you know just a lovable little thing he's an obnoxious annoying horrible everything that's wrong with modern social media brat right you know not 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 lovable just obnoxious uh, and this kid's got his own youtube channel and he's like that on his own youtube and you just want to punch him he i mean it's not like you know when we were 20 or something th- this kid is just obnoxious and yet we got a oh, little scamp kind of thing they have got 
no idea. They, they, they think this is normal. They think, look at how fucking Tila, you know, responds when Adam gets killed. It's not, oh, oh, I'm sorry, Adam died. It's, why didn't you tell me, you bastards? You know, fuck you. It's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, but it, it, uh, I, I really don't, I, I really want Hollywood just to die. I'm it, sorry. It, I'm kind of sick of this shit. There's, there's, oh, oh I am. It's, but I, it's, it's got to the point. It's like we're going going back to to this year. Kevin Smith keeps saying, keeps putting this. How can I put this? This annoying fallacy together. Yeah, where uh, uh, this is how bad it is. That he man the Master Universe started in 1981. It's done in 83, hmm. and he keeps doing it. And every time he does it, I pop online, I Google, and it says 1983. It's like okay, you thought it was like a mistake, you, you know, a slip of the tongue. No, no, no. He doesn't fucking know. He's been told this, and he believes this. And when people try to correct him on it, he thinks he's being trolled. So he defaults to the incorrect date. That's how fucking disconnected he is. He doesn't sit there and go, yeah. shit, did I get the date wrong? Yeah, it's like when I put my, my, my title together, I put, put, put S on the end of Masters, so I had to go back and amend it, because it was like, I did it, I looked up, I read it, I went, ah, oh, crap, I pressed the button. But he doesn't think like that. It's yeah, um, I know. He's he, he I know. I know. I I've seen him recently in some of the stuff he's coming out with and it he's he's a sellout. Um, you know, since people start inviting him on the set of Star Wars and stuff like that, he's a sellout. Um and uh yeah, but I was just going through the reviews on 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 Rotten Tomatoes and I found this one that I thought would appeal to you. I almost thought you wrote it, then I realized it was probably written by an American, but did kind of half sound like you you won't understand why when i show you this review i screen uh shotted it um let me uh bring up this, see, uh, bring it up and share it it doesn't just lost seem me to... there oh, we go. go the animation and voice artist performances were great the show's marketing heavily focused on he-man and the masters of the universe sadly this is a bait and switch as this is the teeter show which there is nothing wrong with if that's what you're marketing I do appreciate that they didn't ginger side Tila with a race swap. Gingers <laughs> need was... representation too. This show could have been been better, but the episode five ah supervision makes me less interested in the in the show going forward. It was just a ginger comment that I thought was quite amusing. It's <laughs> I, I think it's a, they, they think they're being clever, and it's like we tweaked after the first time. You dumbasses. Um, that's the bit that gets me. Is they think they're being clever. It just drives me up the wall. Um, yeah. It really does. I'm going to see what's. Uh, I'm just having a look at the moment. So at the moment, I'm going to share this. Let me share the screen for for this. Uh, at the moment, we're looking at 94 critics. That's uh, 94 percent from critics, 32 percent from the audience. Yeah, uh, and it's like kind of he compared it to um, Boys season two and um, what was the other one? Uh, Captain Marvel. This is what Kevin Smith did. He yes, I did. saw the. I, I saw and I was like, Mar oh, Jesus. What? No one like Captain Marvel proved to be so unpopular. They've removed her from her own movie, you fuckwits. Did you not see that? And the boys, yeah, the boys season two, the boys did nothing. Yeah, the boys should have should have taken down Stormfront. What you should have had is you should have had the girls go up against them because they got powers, and then they lose. So that way you raise the stakes for when the boys actually take her down. Because that's Let's the idea of the boys. If, 
let's say the boys gets past season three i don't think so because i think after season two most people are not going to watch it it's going to be telling it's going to be telling just want to see. We know that Rotten Tomatoes is is, is rotten. <laughs> Ironically, where are the where are the reviews? I want to read the reviews. Have they removed the certified fresh? They have. Yeah, they they, they certified freshed it uh, up until uh, up until today, um, and they've had to remove it. Oh, the Do thing you, is, right? The... I I mean, you asked me how I watched it. I watched about ten minutes of it, and and I just couldn't couldn't um, yeah because no, I knew where it was going. Um, but the animation is amazing. The animation is really, really good, and 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 you know, it, it if it had a good story, this could have been the best thing ever. It, um, it, it, but, that's the bit that gets me. Is that I think that's probably why the anime the animators leaked it to Clownfish TV because they looked at it and we put all this work in it to make it look fabulous. Yeah. And we pulled all our, all our socks out, but the story is crap. Yeah. 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 It's uh... so it's 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 so it, it, I I I'm, I'm I'm pissed because this is just happening and it keeps happening and it keeps happening and I'm just so frustrated with the whole thing because it was like I didn't care that much for He Man. It was a nice part of my childhood, but it's just the fact that they ha- they seem to be going back and doing everything. So. <clears throat> GoBots next. Yep. They're going to ruin GoBots next is another one from my childhood. They're mm. going to remove... Uh, <clears throat> what other ones we got that they can ruin? Aliens. I fucking love Aliens. They're going to ruin that. Yeah. Oh, they already ruined Aliens. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Even even with the ruinations that they've done, they weren't properly ruined. They're going to ruin Aliens. Yeah. Mm. They, they're so about they're to ruin the... the pre- they're about to completely destroy Predator. Um... Yep, Predator, um, well, Terminator, did done already. Yeah. Terminator's been done, sorry. Robocop. Mm. Robocop was ruined in a different way, though. Robocop was ruined because it was put together in, in a crap way. Um, but I imagine I'll probably go around to try and ruin Robocop. Anything that's male-centric. Conan. Or like, is it, they're going to try and ruin Conan. I'm literally just going to list down everything I loved and enjoyed and just wait for them to, to, to ping off. The idea is that they might miss... to demoralize us. It's annoying. There, there might be some. I mean, I was going to say there might be some hope, and then I realised that probably there isn't because Aquaman two could be quite good. But then they've got what's her face Amber Bloody Heard in there, shit the bed woman, um, because you know that's morally right. Um, yeah, we're all for equality when it goes our way. That's all yeah, it is. yeah. And we're, it's, uh, it's we're, almost like you cannot criticise. A female character anymore in 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 Hollywood, you you just can't do it because if you do it, you're an ist. Um, and this is all a cover up, and and this is all a cover up to cover up how incredibly morally bad Hollywood is. Just, okay. just Robotech, yeah, okay, Gundam, 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 it, uh, Gundam's probably a bit more safe because it's Japanese, and Japanese are not having this shit. And that's one mm. thing. That's why manga is overtaking US comic book sales at the moment because the Japanese just won't have this shit. They're just like kind of, no, you don't tell us what to do, which is the perfect attitude. Um, th- I watched a Russian film um, the other day and it wasn't very good. But in comparison to everything that came out, it felt fantastic. 
It was called Chob- Major Chernobyl. Grom. Oh, no, it was Major okay. Grom and the Plague Doctor. Yeah. Oh, Just I've about heard to, Yeah, I showed. I think I showed you it the other day. I didn't realize it was Russian. I thought it was Spanish, but hey ho. Um, I watched that. It wasn't. It wasn't fantastic, but because it didn't have any of this politics and nonsense, and it, it felt great, and I really mm. enjoyed it. And then I watched one called Ah oh, Blake Seven. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna. See, they did Blake set. They did an audio version of Blake Seven with Colin Salmon, which I really wanted to listen to. I haven't got round to, um, but I imagine they would ruin Blake Seven. But then again, Blake Seven ruined itself at, towards the end. It killed the main character off on Christmas Day, if I remember correctly, which upset quite a lot of people. Tron, oh no, Tron, Tron literally popped out. Tron Legacy popped out just before all this stuff happened. Mm. Um, space nine. I don't think I'll get around to Space nineteen ninety nine, um, just because it's Space nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> Uh, black hole, definitely think they'll ruin the black hole. I'm waiting for them to ruin the black hole because it'll be like kind of that. The Muppets, I think they've already ruined the Muppets. Um, yeah, I think they haven't been able to successfully bring the Muppets back. Disney Plus tried to do it and it didn't really work that well. Yeah. Um, all right, let's just uh, let's, let's talk, let's, let's talk about some other stuff as we go because uh, the new stories. Um, there's uh, upcoming fourth film. In J.J. Abrams' Star Trek series, hires one division director and Captain Marvel writer. There's pedigree. Do you, if you want, if you want to hire a writer to do Star Trek, get uh, JMS because JMS, JMS is the, the idea of the Kelvin universe was a JMS invention because he believed that there were certain things. Oh, Dad, no, they haven't ruined Dad's army actually. Um, yeah, they have. Well, they haven't ruined no, the last... it, but there was a film. There was there a film. Was a was film. Okay. It was okay. Yeah, it was right. It's, yeah. You can't do it without the original characters. And you never could, even if you had the best things. But anyway, mm. come back to this. Um, yeah, JJ Abrams done that. I, I, I get get pay for writers who are going to tell stories. Um, what have we got here? Muppets Black Hole, Columbo. Ah, I've got to find it's a the, TV stream. Just, just one more thing. Just just one more thing. Best one with um, Columbo was the one where he came up against the 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 guys from Men- this guy from Mensa, uh, and he couldn't figure out how he killed the guy, so he tricked the guy from Mensa into explaining how he did it. And I remember that one always stuck out in my head. Um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah if he was allowed but, to do his stuff. But I, I hear what you're saying, Biffa, but if you've not watched For All Mankind, he's kind of... How do Frank I put Kool-Aid? this? No. Well, I think it's mostly Apple because genuinely For All Mankind has good moments. It really does, but it's the whole Apple whamming thing as well. Um, although second season... It had really interesting moments, um, but it was again very much, you know, whamming of power. Um, but I think that's Apple inflicting on it, and Ronald D. Moore just wanting to make something. Um, and we have lost Gareth, so it's it's just me. Um, oh, <laughs> um, so uh, Gareth has Gareth has gone AWOL. No, I haven't. Oh, no. Is I swiped with my mouse, which takes you back a page. Yeah, so I swiped with my mouse, and it took me back to the the the, the logging in section. Um, bread, yeah, tone Sun, some others do have them. What's the other one? Yeah. Um, it, so, I, uh, I, it, Roddy it, Moore could do it. 
I, I I believe he could. Um, I think he has been slightly um, controlled, should we say, and he wanted to make this thing. So um, second season was had moments of brilliance. Yeah, um, it, uh, it was Ronald Dean Moore's behind Battlestar Galactica, wasn't he? Yes. Okay, that's fine. That's Which has right. been rebooted for Peacock. See, see, this is the fun thing with Battlestar Galactica. When they rebooted it, they made a black character a white guy. Yes. Uh, uh, and um, uh, But they did make Starbuck a woman. They made Starbuck a woman. But it felt a bit fairer in its swapping around. Uh, interesting. The, uh, it's funny you should mention Battlestar Galactica. There was an interview with the science because uh, as, as Battlestar Galactica actually um, hired scientists to try and make the science kind of real. He said, but there is one thing in there that is really, really bad science, but it was so freaking cool that they didn't mind it. Do you want to know what it was? The launch tubes? What was it? No, no, the launch tubes are quite, quite scientifically correct. Um, it was episode six of season three when when Galactica jumps into the planet's upper atmosphere and just falls through the fucking atmosphere and launches the fucking um, Vipers out because they would all be incinerated and so would Galactica. But the scientist guy says, I was so freaking cool. I just wanted to see it. <laughs> and it is really fucking cool. Do, do, you know the worst, <laughs> do you know the worst thing is? They ripped that from B5. Yes, I know. They ripped that out from the film where they take back Earth and they launch a white star inside Mars's atmosphere, which is thinner. I'd just like to point out it's thinner and probably would be a bit more. That was okay. All right. So, yeah. Battlestar Galactica remake. I, I, I couldn't get in until Richard Hatch turned up as the uh, the, the awful politician. So the guy I... who originally played Apollo, I couldn't get into it until then. Because as soon as he turned up, and he was a bad guy, he was like, this is something familiar that I'm familiar with. Because I watched I watched Battlestar Galactica like, the entire series. That's the first series, not the shit second series that was set on Earth. All right? Even though the shit second series was ripped off from uh, ripped off by James Cameron for Terminator. Um, I watched that, uh, which was fantastic. And they uh, they had, what was it? Um, the guy from the Avengers, and that's not the Avengers as in the Thor and that lot, the, I'm talking about the British TV series, Steed, I think his name was, mm. uh, playing Count Ibley, who was actually Count Iblis, who's technically the devil, uh, and he was like fucking with them. Um, and they kind of, they took that and they put that into Battlestar Galactica, but on a much kind of cosmic level, shall we say, rather than on an episodic kind of way that they did it. Um, but until Richard Hatch turned up and they had it, that episode where where he was being a duplicitous politician, which I've really enjoyed watching him. I couldn't get hooked. And funny enough, they said, the writers said that they had trouble writing up until that point. And I'm like, oh, <sighs> it wasn't me. Because they turned around and said, well, what we had problem was, was we had to establish the characters. We saw the actors and we watched them do what they were doing. And they would sit there and watch them eat their lunch. It's a funny thing. And listen to them talk. And then they go, that's how they talk. And they write it down and say, that's how they talk. So they got the speech patterns and everything right. And as soon as that happened, everything started going along. So what, I, I, I just love being vindicated. I'm sorry. And then it turned into I, something really good. I enjoyed the miniseries. Um, and I, I think I watched it about a year and a half ago. I think I rewatched it. I rewatched the whole thing. And, and it is it is a brilliant piece of TV. It is difficult to watch in places, especially that 
most of season four is quite difficult to watch, especially when you're in lockdown. Um, but um, it it genuinely was a very good piece of TV. I wish they had touched a bit more on the mythical side of it. Um, but genuinely, you can't fault it. Now, Peacock is rebooting it again. So let's see what they do with it. Um I always think you could have done something in between the two. Um and maybe that will work more. But um I don't know. We'll we we'll, we will see. I don't think it's gonna be any good because I don't think anything coming out of Hollywood is that good at the moment, with the exception of a very few things which are not really made in Hollywood. Um but there is um there is one good bit of news that that potentially is is good news. And I am going to share this. I apologize about the source. Um, I couldn't find a better source for this, but let me bring this up. We were talking about this a few um, months ago. And... Uh, Doesn't auto share, I switched it off, sorry. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about this a few months ago. And I said there is only one person I really, really want to see playing because I think there is only one person that can do it. And that's the guy that voices him. And it has been rumored heavily that he <laughs> is, in from... fact, being cast. Right. Hang, hang on a second. That's a really good picture because he looks like him. Yes. He well, actually I said he looks, this. It's the forehead. He's got the same I, forehead with the brow line and everything. Okay, I, all right, yeah, yeah. I, I said I, I, he I, could get away with playing him in live action, and this wouldn't be the first time that they've cast a voice actor as the live action character. They did this with uh, Katie, what's her face, uh, Sykoff's character in Sackhoff, in yeah. Sackhoff in the season two of Mandalorian. She voiced um, the same character in, I believe, in. Uh, um, Rebels and the uh, um, what's his face um, Clone Wars. So he voiced Thrawn in 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 Rebels, but it is heavily rumored that he will be um, appearing as the live action Thorn um, alongside a live action Ezra Bridger in the Ahsoka TV series, which genuinely gives me I am actually kind of looking forward to. Um, don't, don't get your hopes up. Keep him low, and that way, if you get something, what? you'll be happy. Hang on, look. So far, Rogue One, uh, so far, The Mandalorian has been reasonably good and it hasn't had too much bullshit of that. And here's the thing, right? What's his face? Um, the two of them together, um, they kind of know what they're doing and and very much on the side of the fans and they have listened. Um, okay, Dave Filoni has kind of, you know, there's those interviews where he's kind of, you know, sort of played to the crowd that he was in, but whether he actually believes half of what he was saying, I'm not convinced, but they know what they're doing. And, and Ahsoka is Filoni's baby. And I don't think he's going to, I don't, just something tells me they aren't going to go down that route too much. They, they're just not. Um, but we'll see. But I'm really kind of happy that he, if it's true that he's been cast as Thorn. I, that that pleases me because that that's what I wanted, <laughs> and he can do it. He's got the look. It's not just the voice. He's got the goddamn look. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. 
He can do it. It's him or Benedict Cumberbatch. Those two are the only people I can think do it. Well, he was brilliant. Along, I, I mean, he stood alongside Sherlock as uh, you know, as Augustus, Augustus Milverton or Charles Milverton, I think it was, um, in or Magnuson, 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 yeah. Yeah, he replaced. Um, he was they've brilliant used that in same that character. They've used that character from Sherlock, uh, Sherlock Holmes twice, because yes, they had of Augustus Milverton, Augustus Magnuson, and um, Milverton, the other guy who yeah. who's played by Toby Jones, who was great too. Toby Jones yes. was great in that episode, where it's like kind of funny how people stop past three for some reason. Um, there was a lot of kind of suspension of disbelief in that, but it was still really good to watch. Um, okay, uh, I'm gonna kind of talk about um, uh, what was it? Oh, the thing with Kate Beckinsale that I said I watched earlier. Oh, I yeah, you said uh, there was a movie called Jolt where she Jolt, that's apparently it, yeah. she's a bit of a psychopath and she wears some kind of jacket yeah. to so keep her the, sane. The, the story starts off quite well, and they do do something they kind of forget where they kind of set up that this is the premise get on with it sort of thing yeah so they show that she was uh, as a kid she had a, a, a defect and the defects caused her to produce too much cortisol in her brain and too much uh, it made her more aggressive and made her slightly stronger than every other people but also um, caused her to have poor impulse control now i like kate back so just leave it at that <laughs> And uh, she she plays a character in it, and she's an English girl living in New York. Um, and uh, she goes on a date after a therapist has given her this electric brace thing that she has to tap to stop. So she goes on a date with this guy, um, and she turns up and says, "Look, no, I'm not very good at dates. I usually better want to leave." She goes, "Oh no, no, don't worry, come please stay." And then the waitress goes to kick him out. Yeah, uh, and then. She goes to the toilet to go and freshen up and she can hear the waitress talking to a friend and bitching on the phone. So she loses control and breaks her fucking nose into the wall and then runs off. <laughs> so the guy's like, oh, okay. So he goes after her and they they try another date. They go back. She has sex. Yeah. And because she's had a good rogering, shall we say, uh, she believes that she's cured. <laughs> so she goes back to her therapist and says, I don't need this. I goes, no, no, no. It's a temporary high. It's a temporary high. Yeah. It's like kind of look, don't worry. Um, anyway, she goes, she's waiting all around all day for him, and then she doesn't get a text message, and then she starts to call his phone. So she calls his phone, and a detective picks up and she says, Hello, this is Detective So and so. Who's calling? Because I'm trying to get hold of, I can't remember his name. I'm afraid he's been murdered. And she goes, Oh, okay. So she then then goes down to track down his murder, who's murderer, who's um, not the person who murdered him, but the person the person responsible is uh, Filch from uh, Harry Potter. And it's strange. The guy, Brad, uh, Bradley something, uh, I can't remember his name, really good actor, um, always known as Filch from Harry Potter. Yeah, I've seen him in about five other films where he's been nothing but stellar, and he's still the guy from Harry Potter. Um, but anyway, watch it through. Um, she turns around, she finds out that, that he's responsible for it. She tracks all these people down, does lots of kind of things. Um, gets towards the end, um, she goes to kill him uh, and she gets caught and dragged down to the basement. So she kills her executioner, goes back up to the top floor and finds out that he's already dead. And she's like, what? Turns out it's the boyfriend who she thought had died. And then that's fine, yeah? Gets to the end of it and then Susan Sarandon turns up because naturally I want to turn, it, naturally I want to turn everything into a series of films. And that's when she finds out right at the end, which ruined it for me, that she was always special when it was just those pesky men holding her back. And I'm just like, oh, for God's sake. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. It was fine up until that point. I could, you know, I, I got away with the fact that you've got um, Kate Becker's was just like 90 pounds beating the crap out of people. Yeah. But she did, she did do it in clever ways too, which was, was, which was quite annoying. So she always goes for the nuts and she says, always goes for the nuts when I'm in a hurry. Yeah. She kicks people in the bollocks squarely because I'm in a hurry. Um, but Squaw. they just ruined it at the end. They ruined it at the end. Squaw. In the nuts. Um, they ruined it at the end when she was, they were like, like making oh, we go, because you're always amazing. You just, you, know, you need, needed to be this. And was like, oh, fuck off. Defective. Yeah. She's a bit defective and she's learning to live with it. Yeah. That's what I liked. So that was a bit more interesting. Hmm. But they couldn't help, they can't help themselves. They really can't. And that was that was annoying because that film was okay. It wasn't great. It was okay. And then there was Major Grom and the Plague Doctor, which I watched. I was late at night, so I, I, I had trouble concentrating on it because I was tired. Um, but that was good. It was just got this detective. He's called Major Grom. Um, he does he does like Sherlocky things where he like thinks things through. So there's a bit at the beginning where you, they they set up how he works. So he's chasing down an armored car on foot. All right, because I want to show how good he is. Yeah. He's chasing an armoured car thing on foot. So he's running through St. Petersburg, chasing after this armoured car thing. You've got the mayor going, oh, the crime's really low, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then he, he goes to stop the armoured car, and then he gets shot, yeah? And then he goes, no, no, stop, go back. And it goes, rewinds back to where he was. He goes, think, think, think. So he's, you can see him playing through what's happening in his head. So he's playing all these, like, bits out in his head. You forget about that. It's great because you do forget about that kind of thing that he does in his head towards the end. Yeah, because he gets to the end. Yeah, he beats the bad guy and throws him out the window. And then it cuts back to him going, no, think. <laughs> be sensible in your actions sort of thing. Um, it was quite enjoyable. I'll be honest with you. It wasn't It wasn't the best thing. I would have described it as like, do you remember Biggles? The, when yes. did Biggles, the film? Yes. I would put it squarely in that category. With I, I have no idea. Biggles, the film. I did um, too, but it wasn't Biggles was the first problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of the time travel element in it. It was nice because they were trying to figure out how to bring in an American audience and that sort of things. But I kind of put it in that weird category. I do I, there's certain bits in it because there was there was the mystery that they had the titan, titanium plates that they were using to defend themselves from sound, and they never explained where that came from. And I had a feeling if they got to a second film, you would have found that. Matey would have had someone in his time going back and helping people, um, and I wish it would have got around to that, but it never, it, it never happened. But that was that was good. And I remember the guy who played Biggles, that like the lead singer from Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> do you remember? Yes, yeah, they look, they look the very film. similar. It's it's quite an old film, but I do um, I do remember it. I do remember it. Um, it's, we, yes, we rented it on VHS. I know, I remember uh, it. We, 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 we. Um, when I used to go because I, I, I was a weekly boarder for for throughout my secondary thing, and and when we we'd go back to school on a Sunday night, which always sucked, right? Um, but we'd go back to school on a Sunday night, and we'd we'd have a video um to watch before we went to bed, and Biggles, I think we had it twice because it was so good. Um, and they'd rent a video from the local VHS store and stick it on in the dorm. Um, and Biggles was one of the ones that stuck out that I quite enjoyed. It um, was called, it had two titles. It was called Biggles and Biggles Adventures in Time. Yeah. Um, it's quite good. Um, yeah. The uh, cast old. I mean, really old. Sorry. Something came back this week, which I know that you 
didn't don't watch because you haven't got Apple TV, and I wouldn't really recommend. No, Apple I've got TV Apple TV. Me. I need to cancel it because I don't watch it. Well, have you seen Ted Lasso? Because genuinely, the first season was really good. It's one of the only things on Apple TV I can put my hand on my heart and say it's really good. And part of the reason is because it's set in Richmond, right? And they keep and they film around Richmond and they film around Twickenham and Tennington. And it's like I used to do a, a route on on uh, about ten years ago. I used to do a route all the way along the river up to Kew and back and there's all these bits that i just remember and notify but there's great little it, it, it's it's written by americans but they blatantly got english writers on the cast because there's lots of in jokes in there they it's like you know richmond richmond's arch nemesis brentford <laughs> and i know so many brentford supporters so it just makes me laugh it's the kind of thing that i think nige would really enjoy but it, it's genuinely being good and the first episode of season two was on, and I watched it last night, and it still makes me smile. It it, it genuinely, it, it's a feel-good comedy, and if you haven't seen it, it's well worth watching. Um, okay, it I genuinely might, might, is very good. Uh, there's nothing for me to watch on Apple TV. I might have a, I might have a look at that. Uh, watch it. it, it, it I, I genuinely fell in love with this thing, because it... it He's so optimistic and and he's so funny and he comes out with these great things and he's very American but it, it it's brilliantly written because it's an American clashing with very local English <laughs> and it's local yeah. to us so it kind of works for me and there's some brilliant jokes in there really really very good jokes um I generally it's the only thing that if there's anything on Apple TV that I would recommend watch Ted Lasso I, I, I defy you to feel bad after watching it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give it a watch because it's on my on my Mac. I need to cancel it in uh, September because I don't want to pay for a year. And it's weird because it, if you cancel it, it's not like Netflix where it let you keep watching until your period ends. It cancels it there and then because mm. and it's like there's nothing on this. Uh, but I'll give the, I'll give this a watch. I'll give this a watch because that's uh, it sounds good. I need to watch. I bought Coupling on DVD and I haven't got around to watching it. And there is, the, it's the reason I haven't got around to watching Coupling on DVD goes as follows, yeah? I have to open the case up, take the DVD out, pop it in the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that and my wife, my wife told My wife told me that today. She goes, the reason you haven't watched Coupling is you've got to take the DVD out of the case. And I was like, yes. I watched Elementary on, on, on DVD and I did exactly the same where it was like, I it sat next to the PlayStation for a couple of weeks before I was like, oh. And it's funny where I've got I've got other things where I've I, I find something on streaming which I've got on Blu-ray or DVD in the cupboards below because I'm too lazy to get up. It's the only reason places like Netflix are still going is because I can't be able to get to my DVD collection. I, it, my, I've got a lot of DVDs and I'm I, I'm now after the comments that Bill had made is I'm I'm looking at buying certain things on DVD. You, only that like, what I, I think you know, good. I've been watching something recently because I, I I just saw a clip on YouTube and just fell about laughing, going, you know what? I need a laugh, so I just downloaded the whole lot. Um, and it's still one of the funniest things that uh, Britain has ever produced, and it's only fools and horses. I love that. It's still good. It still works. I mean, I'm watching episodes that are forty fucking years old, and they are still funny. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've just recently watched the one where 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 he's gambling, where Del Boy is. I think season two, Del Boy is gambling with Boise, right? And 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 for our American things, this is very much a 
a British working class comedy, but it's by David Jason, and you should know David Jason is kind of world famous. Um, but Dell and Boise are 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 um are gambling, and Boise is blatantly cheating, and Boise puts and basically Dell bets the oh, entire yes. house. I I am and and Boise puts down four kings, and and Dell's just like oh shit, like, this. Oh, and it's, it's like five it's... minutes they blagged this thing of Dell. Dell yeah. losing this. And just uh, as Boise gets up, he goes, Dell boy goes, what are you doing? He goes, you haven't seen my cars yet. And they're like, come on, Dell. He goes, what have you got? It's all right, Boise goes, all right, all right. Let's see what you've got. He goes, well, I've got a pair of aces. And I've got another pair of aces like that. <laughs> and he's like, that's four aces. I didn't know you could count, Boise. And at the end, he goes, where did you get those cars from? He goes, same place you did. He goes, ah, did you know I was cheating? Because the devil boy goes, because that wasn't the hand I dealt you. <laughs> yes, that wasn't the hand I gave it. Yeah, that was... Genuinely uh, brilliant. Yeah, genuinely brilliant. I, I, there's, uh, it's annoying because we, I think 20, 2012, we hit the peak. Everything was great TV-wise. Everything was great movie-wise. And then all of a sudden, it's all, it's all gone downhill. The, the two, really annoying. The 2006 specials of, of Only Fools and Horses are some of the the best British television. I mean, that bloody episode, the first one with with Batman Batman and, and, and Boy, Boy Rodney, just funniest thing. <laughs> Especially when they play the music and they're running through the... Da -da 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 -da. The, the, the other one is uh, Little Britain. Yes, Little Britain season. I've got season one. I need to the season two. So, perhaps to ask what DVDs are after. There's one called Chalk. Yeah, and if you've got that on DVD, it's like fucking platinum dust, not gold dust. Platinum dust. Yeah, because that's like a rare, as rare as you can get. Um, I think the only time I've seen it on sale was a German version of it. That's how how rare it is as a as a DVD. Um, but uh, going back to um, Little Britain, Little Britain, you couldn't do now because you got the transgender. Um, humor in oh, there, which you wouldn't get away they with because they did the um, the travel show afterwards, didn't they? Which is even <gasps> the worse airport one. Oh, the, the airport, airport is has the brilliant. best sketch in it. The best bit in it is where it's like kind of um, they go, uh, what was it? Goes, um, the police, so the police have been called to the duty free shop to deal with a drunkard, yeah. And this guy's like, ah, oh, fuck, yeah, he's pissed as anything like that, yeah. And he's like all messed up and everything, his shirts on everywhere. And it goes, look, you need to get yourself sorted out. Because you miss your fight. And he puts his thing on. It's the fucking captain. <laughs> he puts his captain's hand. And he goes, I've got to fly the plane. <laughs> I just, that's, that's brilliant. It's just, um, they, it's it's just like a regular kind of like, uh, mad thing. But yeah, go on. They've been popping up in my um, Little Britain and the airport sketches have been popping up a lot in my YouTube feed recently. And some of them are just funny. I still love the computer says no and 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 um uh what's the fair? um uh, the other one was Catherine Tate and Donna. Catherine yes. Tate's Donna is fucking genius. Um um but um no I know what you mean. I know you it's it's all ready to oh then what was that thing with um the channel four commissioned for a second season and then got rid of and it was from the guy from the it crowd and um uh that played the boss in the it matt matt berry oh he was no, a detective matt in, berry. In, oh, oh um, i thought you were talking about brass eye 
You ever see Brass no. Eye? Yes, I know what the Brass right, Eye was. A, a yes. Right, hold on a second. Because where have I got? Wait, hang on a second. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, have I still got it on? Have I lost it? No, I've lost it. Uh, but that got one Matt where Barry I've got... and all of our... Yeah, we got Matt Berry, but uh, there was one where it was like you're a disgusting, ugly freak, and that comes from Brass Eye. Yeah, and it's 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 was the one the pedophile one Brass Eye. Yes, that they did. That was hilarious. Dude, that was the funniest thing ever. It was just one of the most it was like kind of things on British TV as well. Oh man! And then the because he 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 did that. He did um, the day to day on BBC Two. That hilarious. That's where Alan Partridge comes from. Uh, Chris Morris. But, that's his name. His name is Chris Morris. The but, other last thing he did was Three Lions, which was it was fu- the sheep bit was the funniest bit. But have you heard recently the BBC is talking about bringing back BBC Three properly because. They've lost so much, and they're they're beginning to think that cancelling BBC Three was a mistake, and that Uh, BBC Three could become a. It's your inclusivity, uh, inclusivity and diversity program that's caused it because you you became exclusive to other people apart from your audience. You fucking idiots! You did the opposite. You weren't inclusive. You became exclusive to a few morons on Twitter. But Little Britain came from BBC Three. Well, actually, it came no, from little BBC Radio, radio. But, but it, it went. Radio four. But, but it went. The first season was on BBC Three, and BBC Three did birth quite a few of these these comedy things. But there was something with Bat Matt Berry as a, and I need to get it. I can't remember the name of it. I just saw a clip of it where he's playing some kind of detective in very late nineteenth century London, and it looks quite funny. And he swears an awful lot. Um, but apparently, Channel Four were going to make another season of it. Then, because of the coup, they decided not to go ahead with it. But now Netflix might be making a second season of it. But I've seen some clips of it. It looks really fun. Well, Matt Berry's really bloody funny anyway. But um, uh, this looks quite amusing. I'm just um, trying to find I... what it's called. Um, bah, 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 bah. Year of I've the Rabbit. Of... Yes, that's it. There's a that's couple of clips called. of it on on uh youtube and both of them made me laugh out loud i was like yeah. what is this why do i not know what this is this is brilliant um, yeah i never so i've got I, to I, watch I, I, it I, i'm gonna have to have to see it because yeah matt perry's great i love matt perry matt perry's brilliant nigel and i we when we were recording our, our, our friend dave's audiobook uh, I would put Matt Berry on as sketches on to make Nigel happy to give not make Nigel happy. I was injecting him and stuff to put him in a good mood to make sure they always get the same kind of um, performance out of him. Mm. And that's where you get the one where he goes, he's doing the thing and he goes, uh, do without the script. I goes, okay, yes. And he's just, he just has to constantly look at the one word from the script that he's working from. Um, yes. Matt Berry's brilliant. Hang on a second. I wonder if it's loaded. <laughs> He was also in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, yes, which was, was hilarious. Yeah. And I swear to God that Stranger Things ripped off Dark Place. Mm. Yeah. We Change should the be getting to... season four of that soon. I don't know if I Finally. care. I don't know if I care. If yeah, they killed, if they killed off Hopper at the end there, Eleven lost her powers, the thing was sealed up and nothing ever happens again, I would be quite happy. No, um, I don't think they should have killed off Hopper 
but they damn well shouldn't have revealed that he was alive in the trailer. They should have let yeah. him carry on speculating. I knew he was alive. I knew that he was the guy in the thing, but they shouldn't have revealed it in the trailer. They should have left it, us questioning it. That See, was a big, done, big mistake. If, Badly if they were really clever, yeah, they could have done it so you hear that the Russians have this American, yeah, and then the first American you see isn't Hopper, it's what's his mission with white hair. Yeah. Because he crossed been... through the portal, and then you would have gone, oh, maybe Hopper is dead. And that would have... Mm, I don't know. Yeah. No, badly. It was badly marketed. It was badly, badly, um, badly done. But one good thing, I mean, we should talk about this quickly, because you mentioned it, and I've just seen it, and I'm really, really super excited. Um, we're getting Lucifer Season 6, like, really quickly. Um, it yes. feels like Lucifer Season 5 just ended, and we're getting Season 6 in September, which is epic. Yes, I know. I th that's that's. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying why I know. I'm only from the bloody news article. Let's uh, share on that bump. There we go. So I am genuinely yes. looking forward to that. Yes, because I, I I finished off the last episode in the gym because I was desperate to find out what happened. So I took it to the gym and I put it on the on the panel and I was watching it. Okay, in phone view, not perfect, but I watched it and that was good. So yes, so uh, premiere. So six seconds later. During a trailer yesterday, San Diego Comic Con realized that ah, uh, oh, sharing the news with a 60 second tease trailer during yesterday's July 24th San Diego Comic Con at home, the Warner Brothers produced fantasy series will arrive on Netflix on the 10th of September. I got to read it properly. <laughs> I always trip over my own tongue because my brain starts jumping across the next word. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's this. I liked Lucifer. Lucifer was good. Um, it wasn't. It's not again. It's not the not not the best, but definitely enjoyable. Apart from there's a character in Castle called Espinosa and one called Esposito in that. And when you hear the names after watching Castle and and Lucifer so close so close together, you kind of think they're talking about the same person, which I find yeah. really mad. Um, there but, was. Um... Yeah. There was other news this week, um, not that we care too much because we've really gone off Marvel, but it looks like um, uh, Daredevil or a what's-his-face um, is going no, to turn up no, in no. Spider-Man 3. No, no, and not Spider-Man 3. It's not Spider-Man 3. You misread it. Charlie it's Cox. She-Hulk TV show. I know. Apparently, Charlie Cox is going to play Spider-Man 3's lawyer. That's what he's going to turn up in. And more importantly... What's his face is coming back as the kingpin in the Hawkeye series. So... Don't do that because you know it's gonna. They're, they're gonna ruin it. They're gonna ruin uh, it, Keith. I know. They will ruin it, like they did with He Man, which is because he was he, he was probably the best thing about any of those Netflix Marvel series. I've always thought all of them were too long. Um, they uh, they don't. I mean, I, look. Charlie Cox's um, Daredevil was interesting. I really didn't like... Um, I've forgotten the name. What's his real name? As in the lawyer. Not Foggy. My brain. No. Charlie Cox's alter ego. Daredevil's alter ego. Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. I didn't like Matt Murdock. <laughs> I found him to be a selfish prick, and I don't think he was written that well. But Charlie Cox was good. Um I thought what's his face's portrayal of the kingpin was amazing. Um, hmm. It's the bit I at did... the end of the. It's the bit at the end of the first series where he becomes the kingpin, where he's sitting yeah. in the back of that thing, and he tells a story about how uh, the good Samaritan, and it turns out I always thought I'd be the good Samaritan, but I'm the 
person of ill content. And when he says that, everyone starts to get blown away. And then he walks casually off of the bloody thing away from, from the scene. And it's like, that's so Kingpin. That is Kingpin there on on TV. That's how you see he's got everything manipulated. He's controlling as much stuff as he can. Doesn't want anyone talking about him. That I mean, it, 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 I, you see, I kind of half, I think it's going to be bad, but I kind of like Haley. what's her face um, and I like what's his face as Hawkeye. So I at least want to see what Hawkeye is going to be like. But ba- look, I didn't dislike Loki like other a lot of other people did. Um, I completely get why people don't like Loki, but I don't think Loki was as bad as a lot of people are making out. Um, but I mean, I I don't like WandaVision. I really don't like Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, because I think it was completely pointless and a, basically a massive... Oh, right. this is, this, all we had to do with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah, is just do Lethal Weapon. You, you didn't That's need to, you yeah, to... do. You did not need to make a story about him, you know, worrying about becoming... Um, Captain, Captain America. America. You could show you the 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 biggest. I've said this before, and I keep saying this. This is why these people. This is all fake. This is why I say this is all fake, and this is not the real. The strongest signal that you could have sent to these assholes that actually genuinely have a problem with a black Captain America is making him Captain America without a song and dance. Yeah, just done it. Just have him appear on screen. New costume. None of this. Oh, 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 I'm not black enough. Oh, 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 I'm black. So therefore everybody's... I don't give a shit. Just put him on the screen. That would have been a great big fuck you. I I think it would would have worked better if it would have been like, as I said, lethal weapon, but he's learning to be Captain America and he's fucking up as he's going along. Yes. Because that's interesting because you see him struggle and get better every time he makes a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to the, keeps making mistakes, keeps getting better, keeps getting stronger. Yeah. And you've got what's his mush by him beside him, what's his the Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan's character. Um, him getting better at, at Bucky Barnes. Um, also, he's not making as many mistakes and he's taking the piss out of him. Kind of slightly mentorish sort of thing, yeah. Mm. And it's like, mm. well, it wouldn't have happened in the old days. I'll knock it off. Yeah. That, that would have been, been good. Been, I would have enjoyed the crap out of that. And I agree that a Loki Doctor Who TV series would have been better, but I don't think Loki was as bad as a lot of people made out. Um, but look, this is just because it wasn't spectacular either. Um, I, and, I, and I am fed up with the same trope reused and reused and reused and reused and reused. Racism, racism, sexism, sexism, whamming, whamming. It's in everything at the moment. And there is going to come a point where people are going to explode and say, I've had enough and I'm already there. I've had enough. I won't watch anything more than 10 minutes of He-Man and I never switched anything off. I sat through Skyline in the cinema and yes, I bitched and moaned about it, but I sat there. I never walked out. I have never walked out and switched off anything until this fucking year. Nothing wrong with Skyline. (laughs) They're pretty good, Cass. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I saw one today, actually. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I watched Skyline. I thought Skyline. I thought Skyline was it had potential, but they someone needed to go in there and tidy up a lot of stuff in the script oh, part of it. Um, um, it was because the second one is better. The second one is better. The second one is genuinely better. What, what when they start fighting the aliens hand to hand and somehow win? What when it's set in Vietnam and Asia and there's quite funny moments in it. Yeah, and, and they, they and, and yeah. somehow yeah, that is better. 
It's better. It's and a somehow story. managed to tell these all-powerful aliens that yeah, can. I know. I'm not saying it's good. Hoover I'm up not saying it's good. Cities worth of people. Gav, no, Gav, it, Gav. it was worse. I didn't say it was good, but it's better than the first one. No, I the think first it was one, worse. You said it's an amazing story, and everyone dies. I'm sorry. It wasn't. A ha- there was no. There was a bad sour ending, and I think that's what pissed me off uh, about the first thing. But. No, genuinely, I, I, I sat through was, 10 minutes I, I, of Master okay, Universe. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll bring it to an end, but I'm going to ask the question. When was the last time you watched a film with brain-slurping aliens in it? Outside Skyline. <laughs> you have to go back to the 50s. And that was one of my favourite tropes in the 50s, was having The last time I saw aliens. anything with brain-slurping aliens in it would have to be Red Dwarf. <laughs> That wasn't a movie. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was fun, yeah. wasn't that? No, the last the last thing I watched with Brain Slurping Aliens was Fiend Without a Face, which is a cra- classic. Anyway, I think we've nattered on enough. Uh, we probably have, yes. So, guys, uh, if you're in the comments, uh, give us a thumbs up if you've managed to survive all this long. Uh, that would be great. Thumbs up or like or whatever it is on whatever platform you're watching. Um, thank you for listening to us. Uh, we're planning on removing the structure out of this one, but keeping the structure in the, the in the in the gaming roundup because gaming roundup we talk about news and the news is happier. Uh, and I know we started off with He Man and spent probably an hour of therapy time, should we describe it as, uh, talking about TV shows and stuff that we miss. So if uh, if you could do that, that would be great. Uh, share it would be better. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, thank you for listening on the podcast. And we will catch you in the next podcast. Say goodbye, Keith, before I have to punch you. I'll do goodbye, something. Keith. Bye-bye. Goodbye. And on that note...